1470, 100.3 uh, WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Uh, we continue to do this. It continues to be awesome. Uh, the VFW in Peoria Heights brings in some friends uh, that we talk to, and then Eric, the quartermaster there, and Commander Bailey uh, also bring in um, drinks. So I have I have Cat. What's this Casper that's in front of me? It's Casper, the West Coast IPA. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, these you pick up like before the show. Is this what you do every oh, single? Oh yeah. Are you driving to Bloomington and then come back? Man, thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so over a drink, kind of like you could do at the VFW in Peoria Heights. Uh, we have conversations. Uh, today, we've got a really special guest uh, coming on uh, with us, too. His name is Don Yarborough. Uh, Don, you are behind Veterans Helping Veterans. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Excited about it. Thrilled to have you with us. So tell us a little bit about what this organization is. Okay. Veterans Helping Veterans uh, is designed to give power chairs and electric scooters to veterans and their families mm-hmm. and others, and we do everything for no charge. We're uh, Totally, nobody gets paid. We just give right. to people. So I, I want to ask you, I know uh, the VFW and Peoria Heights have helped out uh, a little Big bit time. sometimes, and especially uh, when COVID uh, wreaked havoc on a whole bunch of people. But when you say we, at times, Don, you've been all the we, right? Like you're building these things yourself. I know you've got teams <laughs> and people that help you, uh, but there's been moments where it's just it's just Don uh, doing. Well, Don and my wife, Tammy. Don yeah. and your wife, Tammy. And yeah. you you build the machines that you give out, and then you give them to veterans. Um, how much work goes into just one a gift that you give to a Sometimes veteran? Sometimes a day, day and a half. Sometimes okay. 15 minutes, depending on what condition it's in. Okay. And how do you track down the machines that you wind up restoring to give away? Uh, we, I've done uh, interviews on TV and radio, and people donate them to us. And yeah. um, and then we, they donate them. We get the funding for batteries, like from the VFW and other help, mm-hmm. and we give them out. How long have you been doing this? Uh, nine years. Okay. And can I ask you, uh, not that I, I think um, I would que- – it's not that I'm questioning it, but why this? Why is this what you want to do? Because I lost the use of bro- both of my feet, front of my feet in Vietnam, and I I have prosthetics I wear, and I've been fortunate. i just been so fortunate. Um, VA's been good to me because I service-connected, and but a lot of people aren't that fortunate, and so it become a passion after I retired. Gotcha. So you, help people. Yeah, you describe yourself as, as fortunate as someone who's had people like the VFW oh, uh, to yeah. help you out to, to make things. You know, I, it's amazing though that you're spending your time uh, doing this. Um, what's the reaction when you give it, these to people? People call you things like an angel or you're a hero, and the reality is we're just servants, and we're a, a true veteran. Never quit serving. <laughs> okay. Um, See, here's the thing, and I, that's a wonderful answer. You're a great person, truth, and thank truth. you for the things that you're doing. There's a part of me that wants to shake all of you guys and be like, come on, guys. Like, it's, it's, you're not just a servant who's serving. You're yes, someone who's are. doing something amazing. Like, this is incredible work that you're doing. And when people call you an angel, and especially people, and, and I've never served. I don't want it to sound like I have, uh, but who've been through what you guys have been through, you know how tough. Uh, a lot of these guys are. So in a moment where you're getting something like this and someone's probably breaking and they don't break a lot, it's even more powerful, I think, just how significant of a, of a job and a thing you're doing. And we repair them for people. We've done over 5,000 repairs and given almost 1,000 chairs away in Mm-hmm. And just just serving, just doing my part, just doing it's whatever so I can. Fun. That's amazing, man. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I know, yeah, me. but the downplaying it is just so incredible. How do people get involved if they wanted to get involved um, and help you out? They can go on Facebook, Veterans Helping, Veterans Helping Community, mm-hmm. or I don't mind my cell phone. Being out there in the yeah, world? Okay, I'll mind. throw it out there. Uh, 309-361-0637 is your phone number. 309-361-0637. Uh, can I ask you, Eric, uh, quartermaster at the VFW, and uh, uh, Commander oh, Bailey, too? When you guys, that's fine. Don't worry about that, buddy. Um, when you guys uh, have these people that have, you know, ideas and need a little bit more help, 
Uh, do you get overwhelmed a lot uh, by some of the, the things they're doing and the way that they're doing it to help out uh, before you then actually find a way to also offer, you know, an assistance, a uh, financial, you know, uh, path uh, to people to do more work? Is there a lot of emotion in it? Yeah, there's a lot of emotion. I don't think it would be so much of being overwhelmed. I think sure. it's more of what's the worth of this program and how can we help to make that program succeed. Sure. Um, another thing he doesn't want to tell you about either, but, you know, he talks about the, the power chairs and things like that. Yes. But we've also had veterans that would come through town and be down their luck or have a car breakdown. And him being the service officer for our VFW, he's also taken on that as and helping veterans that are just in general need coming through town. Gotcha. You know, hey, I'll, I'll buy you guys dinner. We'll get your car taken care of and get you back on your way. And, okay. So it's, you know, it's so just. So it's, it's more than just the power chairs. It's, it's just, a little bit. It's not that big like, of a deal. Was that? Say that again. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> But it, but it's some of the things that we do, you yeah. know. It's and it's mm-hmm. and, and he's got a heart of gold. And sure. Um, just the other day we had a guy and he was tied up with something, so he calls me and says, "Hey, this guy needs uh, a little bit of gas in his car. He's he's a homeless guy and just needs a you know just needs some fuel, maybe yeah. a gallon of water." So we took yeah. care of that for him. Wow. You know, so, so stuff like that. So what is it though uh, about all of you guys uh, sitting in the room with me that makes you want to do work like this every single day? Because I know like everybody wants to do good. We all want to do. A good stuff, and and you guys are walking the walk. You're not just talking the talk. Why? Well, we have the means to be able to help people, mm-hmm. so that's part of it. These are these answers. They're all like, well, it's I guess we, we just wound up in a situation where we can help. You guys are so humble. It's, it's so truth. it's so ridiculous. It's truth, though, yeah. well, we do our research before we just I know. give out. And I know, then, I know. And but we have the means. Our post right. does really well with yes. our money. So and you have the desire, and you you have the training to, to oh, care yes. and to protect and to do all that stuff. There there's a lot of X factors in here, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming in. A quick comment. Since my wife ain't listening, she gets mad. (laughs) She's always like, another thing for the VFW. Yes. And I keep telling her, I said... She goes, you're retired. I said, yes, I'm retired, but I'm still serving. Okay. My v- I'm in the VFW. I'm still serving other vets. Yes. doing that. Yes, you and are. That's how I see it. Right. No, you definitely all are doing that. Well, thank you for coming in. Uh, thank you for chatting, Don, about what you're doing. Uh, but hang out, though, because we'll talk about some other stuff in just a bit. Uh, Will's got the news. AM, it's 1470. FM, 100.3. All over the Internet. Uh, WMBD Radio app is the best way to get connected. Everything all right in there, Craig? I, don't know, I did another Porky Pig, man. It happens every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, you take it away, do some news, uh, and you can even come in and get a drink if you want at some point, buddy. I, I won't tell anybody. I invented the Porky Pig thing. Right, I so... can't fault you for it. <laughs> Thank you. Here you go. 1470, 100.3, WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Uh, I have a serious question that I'm going to ask uh, this group of veterans sitting in front of me, but I can't help but go the road first that we were just going off the air. All three of these guys in studio have been living in this community for a while, and you guys just started schooling me on radio history uh, in the Peoria, Peoria area, including you, Don. You did the Greg and Dan show years ago, you said? Years ago, yeah. Uh, you were on it a bunch, and they used to reference another extermination company you had for a while. They, they, they just talked about me a bunch on okay. there. I was like, killers exterminated. Killers exterminated. Yeah. They, anytime anybody needed to take out a bug, Greg and Dan would tell them to go find you. And they've talked about the foundation, Veterans Up and Veterans. Okay, is, so it's know. both of those. So yeah. you, uh, a guy who's done this all before, been here a bunch. Uh, that's Not here in this building. There's okay. another one, but I love them guys. They're good yes. guys. Yeah, good. And, yeah, you've passed along some uh, information. I'm going to get that stuff to Greg and Dan, too. And then what is the other show you guys were just talking about a second ago? Who wants to say it? The Lytle and Lamb Show. The Lytle and Lamb Say that one more time. The Lytle and Lamb Show? The Lytle and John Lamb Show. Okay. And why was this a great – and I know anybody listening right now that's like, really? I don't know it. No, I'm not from the area. Why was this such a great radio show? Why is it better than my show that in my show, in my studio, you're talking about this other show? Today it's not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, Thanks, work, buddy. I work on a town out here show. If you oh, like, yeah, fair the, enough. If you like the early '90s raunchy Saturday Night Live, oh yeah, sure. That's yeah, yeah. kind of what their show was. To was me. it? It's like a Howard Stern kind of show. Like they pushed a lot of boundaries and stuff. I, I don't know if we could do that anymore. It was uh, more of a comedy stuff. They would okay. do prank calls and gotcha. set things up, and they had gotcha. characters on show. And you guys, you guys grew up on that show. Oh yeah. Okay. Did you ever call into it? No. Anybody? Oh yeah. We'd go to like the meetings. Like they have a meet at the pizza place or whatever, and I'd nice. go there and check them out. All right. Uh, you I'm want, too young. You're too, too young for that. Yeah. You have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, maybe we should throw one of those. Maybe we should do an old uh, pizza party uh, style a la those guys and see I if we get people it. to show up. Yeah, cool. That sounds like a great idea. We got the place for it. What other stuff? What? Are they, give me some more nostalgia stuff in the world of radio. WGAZ back in the day when they was doing Sean Hannity and uh, Rush Limbaugh. And, okay. Yeah. And, you know, this. You just love that. Oh, man, just WTAZ was called. Gotcha. It was your station, though, mm-hmm. WMBD. None of that was as good, though, as what we have now. Of like, course not. Of course, not this until is... I leave here. <laughs> of course not. By the way, uh, Don, you were making a bunch of jokes about Biden as you were walking in here. You were t- making fun of him walking out in the MSNBC interview. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? A guy just get up and leave before the cameras are uh, at a commercial break? I have. I saw him do it before. <laughs> How many other times? Yeah, <laughs> but just him, right. Uh, actually, you know what? Can I play this for you it's guys? It's scary to me. It is. Yeah, you're right. There's an aspect of it that really is scary. Um, uh, anybody that really likes Johnny Carson in the room? Anybody that likes him? I liked him. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, I, have you heard this audio of Johnny Carson making fun of uh, Biden? Because it exists. Really? It's out. Yeah, it exists and it's out there. It's crazy. I'm going to pull it up because this was, I don't know, 36 years ago. And um, Biden is a senator who's, uh, and I know this is going to surprise everybody in the room, stealing speeches and things from other people and claiming that they're not. He was a moneymaker, not a senator. <laughs> sure. Oh, he was a moneymaker? Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so this is now making the rounds today. I don't know if it's made the rounds before. I feel like it probably has. If Johnny Carson was here today, he'd probably have a lot more material to work with. Well, no, the thing, a lot more. the thing I was thinking is I wonder how Johnny Carson would react knowing that this guy he made fun of is our president today. I wonder if he'd have a certain reaction to that. But here, I'm going to play this audio for everybody in the room. I'm going to turn off the mics to do it, and then uh, we'll come right back and listen and react to it, but I just want to hear what you guys think of this. It's a Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and made a speech, and apparently he quoted a, I think it was a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then the press got on him, and then he was charged also with taking part of Bobby Kennedy's speeches. And Biden says... Not to worry, he reassured his staff. He said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. <laughs> that One is a... Democratic <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's a master class in the way that's done, right? That joke? Wow. I know. The only problem is that in today's world, Biden would not quote that correctly. He'd have something very wrong to say. It would be the say. Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> He'd call it the Declaration of Independence, would be the Constitution. Uh, what else is going on at the VFW? I know I ask you guys every time you're out here, you're all connected to the VFW in Peoria Heights. That's something you guys all do there. Um, what are some of the things that people can look forward to uh, coming up or just in general, uh, ways in which people can get involved? The, oh. the food from Ray, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. we've got a cook that's great and Taco Tuesday, and they, they can elaborate more. But um, it's a clean place. It's a very welcoming place. And um, it's not like 
a normal what you call bar is a wonderful, wonderful, fun place to sure. go. Sure, and you're you're there a lot. People can hang out, talk uh, to you. I do come there not a lot lately, go. but I will sure, after sure. I know my radiation. Nice. Okay, good. And everything's okay for you, by the way, health wise. I'm good. I got six more treatments, and they say I'm cured 100. percent Fantastic. Congratulations, man. Uh, what about uh, other stuff going on at the VFW, Eric? Well, this week uh, Ray's taking a week off. This week uh, upcoming, he's taking his kids to a vacation. Nice. Uh, he's actually taking them to where. His mom and him had their last vacation before she passed away. Wow. So it's kind of a, a nice little memorial for him and yes. his family. So this week there will be no cooking from uh, next Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Are you guys open on the 4th of July? Uh, we're going to shut down about 4 o'clock so we can partake in the uh, celebration of our country. Nice. So Good. That way our bartenders can partake in a little bit. You that know, makes sense. They like to play around, too. Mm-hmm. So Are there a lot of people that are going to be swinging by uh, the Red, White, and Boom? By any chance? Uh, we're hoping so. <laughs> Get <Yes>. good. Yeah. <laughs> we're hoping so. Fantastic, man. Yeah, we're doing a lot of things. Uh, the fireworks show is going to be bigger and better than ever. Uh, do you guys like fireworks? I love them. Okay. I usually shoot them off. I want to be down there this year. <laughs> I'm going to make it. A, I just made that commitment. Okay. I, I, I haven't been here in years. Okay. You know, I love fireworks. You know, it's funny. I want to shoot them off, uh, those fireworks there. And I'm told how it works, and I'm, I'm disappointed. I won't tell you guys how it works. But I'm disappointed that there's not, like, a dude lighting a stick uh, down at the barge. Yeah. And I feel like if there's one person they'd actually let do it, it might be you, Don. Oh, it, you I don't and think I. they'd let Let's me do it. Do it. Yeah, I think you could talk him into it. <laughs> and we could be there right off the barge with a stick. Oh, yeah. I guess they say it's very dangerous. But does that scare you? Yeah. No, I do it every year, actually. <laughs> That's what I do down okay. off the river yeah, yeah. in Iowa because it's legal there. I don't know why I loved your reaction when I said it's dangerous. We're just like, eh, oh, yeah, fine. Cool. Yeah, that's both of us. Well, cool. And you guys can be standing off to the side thinking we're morons as we do that. And probably sipping Casper. I'll hold the water hose, so if something goes awry, I'll knock you down with the water hose. Thank you. That's very kind. I'll actually be in Kansas City working, but I, I got gotcha. you. I think the biggest explosion I saw for a fourth was when I was overseas. A certain group I was with let off a few 55-gallon drums of fuel. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it made quite the quite the sight. Okay, hold on. I have to ask. I have one other um, uh, July 4th related thing. It's the more serious thing. But I have to ask, when you're uh, deployed on the 4th of July, how do you guys celebrate on, on military bases? Is it nuts? Are those celebrations kind of amazing or, or not? It depends if you're with a main company or if you're kind of like yeah. on a secluded group. Uh-huh. The secluded groups have a little more fun. It's fun we shouldn't they, be talking about on the radio. Right. Those guys okay. are out of sight, out of mind, you know. So I got it. Okay. All of a sudden, a couple of things are just training exercises. There that, you go. Yeah, people. Okay, gotcha. I personally don't remember a fourth when I was in, you know, because the, the days were not. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, we're that's not that's, a lot of times and gotcha. stuff like that. And okay. You, you know what today it's is. not a focal point. I got it. That makes sense. Afterwards, it has been the rest of my life been a focal point. Okay. It's my favorite holiday because I get to honor, proud to be American. Wow. Greenwood. That's, that's my favorite well, song. So that's yeah. actually the last thing I wanted to kind of end and, and chat with you guys about. So there's this stat out there. There's this survey uh, that people took online. 56% of people said they're celebrating the 4th of July in the United States. 26% said they're not celebrating, and uh, 13 or 18% said they got they weren't sure, which is a weird thing to be they're confused. They're related to Biden. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. No. The Biden family is 13%. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but, but here's the one that I thought was the most impactful, and it's 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 judgmental of my generation. I've I've talked about being a millennial on the show before. Under the age of 40, 25% of people describe themselves as not very patriotic or not patriotic at all, and for that reason won't celebrate uh, the 4th of July. 
Um, as a quick reaction from anybody in the room, maybe we start with Don. Come hang out with me. I'll change you real quick. You'll, you'll have fun. You'll have How fun. so? Tell me what you do. You we, just... I promise we won't fall up any stairs. Okay. <laughs> I'll help Can I oversimplify then my question to you guys, and, and I'll, I'll make it more uh, direct. Um, do you think a lot of people that feel that way don't appreciate what this country actually provides and has uh, compared to other places in the world? Because what, what I, I gauge in that is that if you're 40 or younger and you haven't um, been around a lot of people who've served and protected our country, if you if you haven't thought a lot about some of the, the challenges that people face beyond uh, the borders of this country, then I, I think there's ways to, to feel this way that are naive and not just someone who's anti-American, uh, but just not not – you know, educated as well as they should be. Is that a right way to say it, or would you like yeah, to say it? Yeah, I think not being educated. The other thing is is, is a lot of people don't under, understand the real true mean of sacrifice. And if you haven't had to sacrifice something and you've been, quote, unquote, entitled, sure, you don't know what sacrifice is, and that's part of the problem. Right, so it's not just appreciation for what is given to us in this country. Right. It's appreciation for the way in which this country continues to to sacrifice to provide that. Okay. Correct, and they, and they don't understand how what the sacrifices were yeah. for us to become a free country. Does this make uh, guys like you who served and protect our country discouraged at all when you hear that 25% of young people don't feel patriotic? Not me, because I understand it. Um, because I went through it. If they haven't been through it, how can you be discouraged with them? Maybe sure. you teach them. And one, before I forget, Mr. Bailey, our commander, Chad, yes. you like that, Mr. Bud? <laughs> um, uh, I just want to make an, an, an announcement um, that he doesn't know. He uh, just got elected as our district uh, commander. This. Wow, look at that. And I'm pretty proud of him. I know Congratulations. This. What? I he, know this. He's the commander. He knows stuff. Of the whole district. And we're, we're awful proud of Chad. Okay. We really like, because he's dedicated. You know, yes, yeah. Um, him and our quartermaster is so dedicated. You guys do a great – Chad, do you want to answer that question uh, about younger people not feeling patriotic and not celebrating the I think Fourth they're of just, July? They're, is, they're misinformed about some of the, the good stuff of this country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we have our problems, but I've been to places where people live in mud huts, no running water, no electricity, no mm-hmm. AC, yeah. and they're happy. Right. Yeah, that, that is the other weird thing, that there are people uh, that are provided a lot less uh, than we have here. And they don't have social media, so right. that might be part of it. <laughs> They're not arguing about <laughs> something. Have you been in my house again, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. That's a great way to end it. A quick break, a lot more. 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. It is a Friday. Uh, Casper Beer was brought in by the VFW in Peoria Heights, and the guys are all still hanging out. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just do a little more radio, if you don't want, if you don't mind, and then we can all go and have fun at the VFW. Uh, but I still got Don here. I got Eric here. I got Chad here hanging out with me. Uh, that's how you're getting introduced by the third segment. <laughs> cool. I do the fancier stuff. Okay. <laughs> I want to do a couple quick stories for you. The first one, I don't know if any of you have been paying attention much to this, but Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to fight each other at some point. And it keeps getting more and more. I love how everybody's happy about that. Here's what's ridiculous to me, though. I think this is ridiculous. And not only have UFC, like, well-trained guys volunteered to coach both of the dudes, I just found out today that the Italian government offered to let these guys fight in the Coliseum like gladiators. Really? Do they deserve this level? Like, there's so many better fights. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg fighting in the Coliseum is going to be disappointing. You might buy it on pay-per-view. You might watch it. It's not going to be a great fight. If we have access to something like this, we need way better fighters in this situation. That's my take. I don't know what you guys think well, about this. My take would be, let's say we take all this pay-per-view 
you money and give it to the VFW. So sure. we can do more great <laughs> cool. things. There oh, we go. go. We could really Let's go over that. the top with this, though. Yeah. No, but there's got to be a better matchup that well, could exist. Well, one thing we got to do is make sure they have a standard price because Musk would probably take him out in about 10 <laughs> seconds. So um, I don't know. we got to get a big price okay. up front. You guys actually want to see this, though, as veterans who no, served? No, protect- no. Okay, no. no. <laughs> Stupid. I see, okay. this, I see this maybe one of the biggest comedy shows of the decade. Sure. But. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Would you want to train either guy? Would you guys want to actually train somebody to fight in this or no? My I'll train visual. Biden. I'll train Biden. <laughs> there you go. My right. visual is watching one run to the corner and curl up. Right. And just yeah, don't just know which one up. it would be yeah. first. Well, my favorite point uh, that happened a couple of days ago, too, is Elon Musk's mom tried to stop the fight. Uh, like any mom, <laughs> really? she said that she was canceling it and he wasn't allowed to fight. That's a real thing that was online. It's hilarious. All right, let's do something else. Uh, let's do this. Uh, single women have been complaining on social media recently, uh, not here in the United States, uh, in New Zealand, I guess, and in Australia, that they struggle to pick up guys at the gym, uh, specific guys, guys that they think are very attractive. I wonder how veterans would react to uh, attractive ladies at his gym that say it's too hard to pick up a man in public. Does anyone want to react to that conversation? Well, I despite, thought Chad wanted to lean in. Despite my looks, I am a gym rat. <laughs> okay. And if I'm in there lifting, I don't want to be bothered. Even if it's like a really cute girl? No, uh, I, I know, I know, I know you're in a relationship. Yeah. I'm doing. Really? There's, even a single guy wouldn't want to have a... Your troop, your troop lifters. Okay, they're in there. I'm lift. married. I digress. Okay. <laughs> See, because this is the thing you hear all the time when women complain on social media that like a guy was checking you out or a guy tried to talk to you in the gym. You don't usually hear that dudes would shut down a conversation with a lady at the gym. But you're saying that, Eric? Are you agreeing with him on that? Yeah, but on the same token, I've been to Australia, so Australia is <laughs> a little bit different it's because different there. Okay. when we were there, it was Don's already laughing. Thirteen girls to every guy. So gotcha. The, They're fighting to, to get their uh, man. The you numbers know? are different. So numbers are different. Yeah, you know? they said that they feel creepy uh, on some of these posts. The women who are walking up to dudes in gyms feel creepy uh, trying to hit on them and talk to them and eventually ask them out. I don't know how the world is broken. This feels like a broken world to me, and all you guys in studio are saying it makes sense. <laughs> well, kangaroo jump, right? <laughs> well, could, well, you think it about today. It could today's. be their timing. It could, really? It could be their timing. Okay. Are it, they in the middle of a set? Uh, are they, you know... The timing That's could be funny. part of it. So yeah. walking out of the gym, you'd be willing to have that conversation. Walking out. Yeah, or gotcha. That's you know, funny. Yeah, gotcha. All right, you guys so. are nuts. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to ask you about. I thought this was kind of interesting, too. 49% of Americans say they're receiving more scam calls. Are you guys, anybody here getting more? Don just put his hand in the air. Four or 500 a day. Really? Oh, what yeah, do you my do? wife and I. We, uh, we block them or my wife jokes, okay, and my buddy Spam's calling. And, um, <laughs> but the good news You is, don't answer? You don't talk oh, to anybody? No. Okay. Our phone, though, says scam likely. and we Just, just ignore it? Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Do you do anything? If it's on the work phone, I usually pick it up and talk to them. And especially <laughs> warranty guy, I tell them I have. Yeah. I just bought 13 brand-new vehicles for the company. Your own warranty? Yeah, and make him go through the whole spiel. Then I'll say, can you repeat that one more time? And that makes sense. Usually they that. hang up at that point. So. <laughs> do you want to weigh in on that one, too? I usually just don't answer. Just don't answer? I do. I answer a lot, and I text a lot, and then I'm getting way more and more and more. Okay, hold on. One other thing now. A texter just asked me a question. Uh, you guys all know this guy, MT. Uh, Ooh, Mike great. just texted me something. He said, ask yep. about the smoke. Uh, so this is a more of a serious question. So the last couple of days, uh, we've had a lot of crummy air quality. Yeah. Uh, and MT is one of the guys who texted me and said it reminded him of burn pits when he had uh, well, served. I've done that. I've done uh, that. Did that remind you the last not couple of days? Not, no, 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 no? No, no. Is it because you didn't go outside a lot or it just wasn't the same thing? No, it, it smelled. Burn pits are pretty nasty. I mean, the smoke, but a fire would give you that. No, I, I did... Uh, 
their toilets basically okay burning the yeah stuff just and, constantly yeah, it smelled terribly yeah it, so the last couple of days nothing for you no, down no, uh what about you guys eric yeah i mean it's not a whole lot here either yeah I, i'm not i don't want to overblow what mt said i don't think that he said it was no. actually uh, the same but it just it was reminiscent of it well so he needs to put out this fire to his little location where that's probably <laughs> where it's all coming from yeah he's just setting his own stuff on fire <laughs> right Fortunately for me i've been working on kansas city and the smoke hasn't reached that far yet okay so you haven't really experienced any of it at all um well uh tell me what else uh, you guys are thinking about for the fourth of july or anything uh, share something going on for you something well, the biggest thing that's on my mind here lately is uh, we've started a, a teen group at our VFW. Sure. Um, Sunday we had those gentlemen showed up and to clean out gravestones. Wow. Um, I can't be more proud of that little group that we had. And it started with the guy we had on the radio, uh, William Tobias. Yes. Um, and that, that group is just phenomenal. I just see it growing. So, again, kind of put the word out there. If you have any teens that are looking for a place to hang out, learn real true history from the mouths of the history historians themselves those who mm-hmm. live the history um, we do a meeting every second sunday of the, mo- of the month we do a kind of a hangout time sure and then the fourth sunday we do an activity whether it be helping veterans or even taking a field trip to let's say a war memorial and explaining with people from that war mm-hmm. what that memorial really means so yeah we open support. up to different people i mean it's not just con- you know it's it's for the pure area teenagers right, right. but i want to i want to make sure because i know we've talked about this before but anyone who hasn't heard it before so uh, a young man came into the vfw i was actually there uh, which is awesome uh, it says i go yeah, there a lot love having you there, <laughs> thank you it's fun <laughs> to be there i get my beer put on the um you know the bar stool right before i even get there it's pretty awesome <laughs> as i'm pulling in they're pulling they're pouring they don't one. do that for me i'm <laughs> mad now <laughs> i mean it never happens i don't know what you're talking about mr collins oh and, and i don't <laughs> drink maybe that's why that's probably why um but no so um uh, i was there he walked in he definitely didn't seem like he should be in a bar so they ushered him outside and then they asked him why he was there and the conversation was just i wanted to learn more about serving protecting our country and that has snowballed one guy one 16 year old kid wanting to to meet people on memorial day uh, turned into a whole bunch of kids that you guys now uh, twice a month um, give a place to go that's safe an opportunity to to have certain conversations or talk to people, like you said, uh, that have been through certain life experiences, to essentially uh, ruin this number that I talked about a minute ago, where 25% of people under the age of 40 uh, don't have uh, patriotic feelings inside them. Uh, But even more so than that, I want you to talk about uh, what that last experience was. Honor Their Sacrifice is the name of a guy who's been on the show, Mm -hmm. uh, John. Uh, He had a mission to clean all the graves uh, at one of our, our graveyards before Memorial Day, and these uh, these young kids decided to experience that, going to the graveyard and cleaning military graves. Uh, how long were they there? They were there all day. Um, we used that as our activity day. Yeah. Um, also what did, give them a little bit experience to that. What did they say? What was the end result they, of They were very moved by doing the actual yeah. work. It's It's minimal labor, really. It's but, barely late. Yeah, you spray you, something, you wipe something, you wait, and then you do it again, and then it's clean. Right, but you have yeah. you have some time to, to, to mingle with your friends. You yes. have time to reflect. You yeah. get time to look at, at the gravestone itself and think mm-hmm. about that person who's there, how much history they actually right. have seen for you. And the craziest part about it, and I know we're up against mm-hmm. it. we got to take a break in just a second and go to the news, and then I'll be back on Monday. But when you actually see the dirt get removed from this uh, military grave that has been neglected for a bit – the idea of like not being forgotten or just the the message message of that in a visual way is incredible and so great job uh, bringing uh, young people down and getting them that experience